At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I am Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook here on a Tuesday evening. Got a great lineup planned for you tonight. Fellow VEASAN host, Jeff Parles, host of VEASAN's Bet Center, also contributor to a numbers game a lot of times here on the network. He will be hopping on with us in 10 minutes, like we did yesterday with Kenny White. We are going to do the same with Jeff. Preview week zero of the college football slate this upcoming weekend. Jeff's got thoughts and probably plays on most of those games for this upcoming weekend, so we'll dive into that with Mr. Parles. Afterward, we'll be hitting some more of those NFL rushing props. Yesterday, we did the same thing, and we're going to continue that on. It's called the match bet at Bet Rivers, and basically it's a head-to-head category. Who's going to have more rushing yards for the running backs, receiving yards for the receivers naturally, and on the defensive side, who's going to have more sacks. So we'll keep it going on in terms of the running backs tonight. After that, we're going to get into the baseball slate. Had a tough loser last night. Brutal just all the way around with the Astros. But looking to bounce back tonight. Got a couple plays and one lean for you on the later slate on the diamond. And then to wrap things up tonight in about 45 minutes, Jim Wyatt covers the Tennessee Titans since 1999. Senior writer for them. We will get a preview of Tennessee. If they can grab a hold of the division, what he makes of the offense this year, if the defense can improve, and how they're going to compete with the likes of the Indianapolis Colts now that it looks like Carson Wentz could be implemented 
for week one. So plenty to get to tonight on the show. We'll be ending with NFL, but I also want to start off with some NFL. Now, it's nothing that's incredibly crazy news that came out here in the Chicagoland area, but head coach Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears just reaffirmed the team's decision today to open the regular season with Andy Dalton starting week one Sunday night football against the Los Angeles Rams. He also said that Dalton, because of that, will not be playing in the final preseason game at Tennessee. Justin Fields will be the starter in that game. So before we get into just the broad scheme of things for the betting implications with the Bears down the whole road for this season, let's take a preview at their preseason matchup now that we know Andy Dalton, who has not been anything impressive this preseason, is not going to be playing. We're going to get Justin Fields, and now presumably he'll get some more reps with some of the top-tier guys. You're probably not going to get you know, the week one starters as much in there, if at all, but nevertheless, probably just a better showing and better opportunity for Fields to get with some of the more superior guys on the roster. So looking at this game on Saturday in Tennessee, the Bears actually open as about a point-and-a-half favorite. Total opened at 36 in some spots. Currently at Bet Rivers, you've seen a little movement go towards Chicago and pretty much Everywhere else, the Bears now up to a two-point favorite. Money line-wise, they're minus 130. The Titans catching plus 107. Total, again, that opened 36. That has dipped down to 35.5. Shaded to the over, though, minus 117. The under is minus 104. You missed it last week while Mitch Trubisky in the classic revenge game just lit this defense up and had a great game, and that over certainly... <laughs> It last week we'll see if they can do it again but look you know in terms of this preseason game if you trust fields now going right out of the gates and I could understand the movement going towards Chicago you still have a quarterback who wants to prove that he can be the starter for this team whereas when you're looking at the Tennessee Titans it's already pretty much a solidified roster offensively that is defensively they certainly need to improve so we'll see if Justin Fields and company can take advantage of it. And if you're looking to bet it, at least on the side of Chicago, remember, again, the ones and twos in terms of the spread, a little bit more important considering that teams aren't playing for overtime. They're not playing for ties. So at that point, personally, what I typically would do is lay the minus 130 on the money line instead of laying the two on the spread with Chicago. But again, some minimal movement from one and a half up to two. If you're curious just about their betting profile for the rest of the season, knowing that Andy Dalton is going to be the starter, and look, that seemed to be the notion this whole offseason, so nothing's really changed. It's just a matter of how soon Justin Fields can get implemented, if he will, assuming he will, of course. But the win total for the Bears still set at 7.5. Of course, you can bet the alternative win totals, but the main one is 7.5 at Bet Rivers, shaded to the under, minus 125, the over, plus 103. If you think the Bears can find themselves in the postseason this year like last year, the yes is plus 200 as the underdog. The no, minus 250. Division finishing position, if you think the Bears somehow can finish up on top of the NFC North, solid value there, plus 550. Second is plus 225. Third is plus 130. And if the Bears finish last in the NFC North, you're getting odds of 4 to 1. But once again, Andy Dalton, reaffirmed as the starter week one for Chicago when they're going to be on the road against the Rams Sunday night football Bears catching seven points in that week one matchup. Once again, welcome into the show. It is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook here on a Tuesday evening. We're talking a little bit of football here, news out of the Chicagoland area. Matt Nagy reaffirming that Andy Dalton is going to be the starter for the Bears in week one. 
That means that he is not going to be playing this upcoming preseason matchup against the Titans where the Bears are a two-point favorite. Justin Fields going to be starting in that game. However, Dalton will be starting week one against the Rams. We were just going over some of the betting profiles for not only the preseason game this weekend, but for the long haul for the Bears this upcoming season with them showing a win total of about seven and a half for this upcoming year. Now, some other news in the NFL, some unfortunate news, rather. Uh, Ian Rappaport tweeting a little bit earlier today that Jaguars' first-round running back pick, Travis Etienne, he suffered a significant tear, a Liz Frank injury, and that's going to put him on the IR and will be out for the season. Originally, he thought that maybe a Rappaport being, he tweeted that he could be out just for the next several months and potentially the season, but being placed on the IR this early indicates that he will be out for the season. So brutal and a devastating uh, news really just for this guy who, you know, we saw him light it up in college and it would be really cool to see him be reunited with his teammate Trevor Lawrence this upcoming season if we assume that Trevor Lawrence is going to be the starter over Gardner Minshew. So tough news down in Jacksonville for a team that's probably still going to be dealing with a bunch of humps throughout the season and, and roadblocks all the way. And that's a team that we took their under six and a half win total. So it's going to get tougher and tougher, you would assume. But the good news, I guess I would say, if you're looking kind of on the bright side for this Jags team is, you know, drafting ETN was, I don't want to necessarily say questionable, but for lack of a better word, questionable in the sense that you have James Robinson as a running back who really was a solid player this past season, right? The Illinois State product uh, coming out of Illinois was just very low-key and then came up and really had a good year. So drafting ETN in the first round was a little bit of a head-scratcher, I suppose. But look, you know, James Robinson is going to be a solid running back. We can probably assume that's going to be the case this season. And even past James Robinson, you have Carlos Hyde in the mix, too. So a solid bet there. So it's not going to be the end of the world for the Jags. And it's not like your aspirations were that high. So it's not necessarily going to be altering the season completely. But something to keep in mind when you're betting this Jacksonville team that does have a win total of 6.5 shaded to the under minus 134. And that is the bet we did place earlier this season. Well, preseason, I guess that is. But let's get to more bets and let's transition to college football. We got week zero this upcoming weekend. We touched on it yesterday with Kenny White. Let's get more thoughts on it with fellow VEASAN host, host of VEASAN's Bet Center. It's Jeff Parles, a regular here on the program. At Jeff Parles is where you can follow him on Twitter. Jeff, as always, my man, it's good to talk with you. Thank you for joining us. All right, let's go ahead and start because the last time we had you on the show, you know, I was kind of busting you about your alma mater, Mizzou, and how sometimes they're disappointing to you. But it's the same case for me and my alma mater with the Nebraska Cornhuskers, but they get us kicked off for the college football season on the road against Brett Bielema and the Fighting Illini. Nebraska opened up 9.5, Jeff, and now it's down to 6.5, a high total of 55, but the under's actually gotten a little bit of love because this one opened 56.5. Are you kind of leaning with the side of the movement with the spread that Illinois will keep this game pretty close? Hey, Danny, uh, good, good to be on with you as always, buddy. Yeah, I do actually. And look, Illinois, Illinois talent is better than that very low win total that they have at three and a half. It's just a question of is Brett Bielema a legitimate college coach anymore at a high at a power five level? Of course, we saw what happened at Arkansas after he had great success in Wisconsin. And look, it may be a little bit of time before Illinois is relevant again in the Big Ten landscape. But they have enough talent to not only cover the seven, but to win this game against Nebraska. And look, Danny, your alma mater has been, uh, to, to, obviously, you're a, a Nebraska grad and, and all the Nebraska fans out there. This has been a very frustrating two decades here for the Huskers. And 
Scott Frost was supposed to be the savior. You can't really you can't really take much from last year because it was a shortened season. Uh, COVID played a huge role in everything that went on a year ago uh, for the entire country. So, look, I'm willing to give Frost a pass for uh, for last year. But, look, if you're Nebraska, you got to win this game. But I'm not so certain they're even going to get the outright win here. So I'll take the seven with the Illini. The total feels right uh, because, it, look, if Nebraska's offense is as good as some would hope, then this will probably go sailing over the total. If not, then we're probably looking at an under. So I like I like that total right where it is to just pass on it. So I would only look at the Illini getting a full touchdown where you can still get it. Once you start hitting six and a half, six, it gets a little bit more difficult. Yeah, and that's where we're seeing a poster right now at Bet Rivers. So if you're looking to bet the fighting Illini, I'd probably wait to see if it goes back up to seven. Because you're right, I mean, this opening up at nine and a half was a little bit too high. And Nebraska should win this game. But we say that a lot under the Scott Frost regime, that Nebraska should win X game. And they just failed to do that. Like last season at home against Illinois, where they were a 17.0 favorite. It just got dismantled. And you bring up the total of 55. This is what you would expect out of this Nebraska offense, as you alluded to, but I think it's a little concerning with the lack of depth in the backfield and skill positions overall, so that's something to keep an eye on in this first game. Defensively, though, this could be the best defense we've seen under the Scott Frost regime, so the total to me is a little bit up in the air, especially in Week 0, their first go-around, but you're right. I mean, the movement toward Illinois makes sense. Probably see Nebraska get in the win. It's going to be ugly, so wouldn't... I advise against anyone taking the points with Illinois, but should be a fun one to kick off the season. Uh, Jeff, another game where we're seeing kind of a higher total here, but we're also seeing a huge spread involves Fresno State and UConn. 27 and a half is what Fresno State is laying at home, and this total is 62 and a half. Now, it seems kind of ridiculous, at least in my opinion, to want to you know, lay that high of a number in week zero, but UConn not having any action last season could get off to a slow start. Is there an angle you're seeking out in this matchup? Danny, even if they played games last year, I think UConn getting off to a slow start is something that we would expect. Uh, that is just, it's just a mess of a program. Uh, again, Randy Etzel, uh, the agent, has the great, he, he might be the greatest agent of all time with all the ridiculous bonuses he has worked in to Etzel's deal. I'm looking at the total here, uh, and look, you're going to need some points out of UConn to go over this, but it wouldn't shock me one bit if Fresno State's in the 50s here. So, and look, if you get yourself into the 50s, you need two touchdowns from Connecticut. I think we can get two touchdowns from the Huskies here. So I like this game over, even though that's a very large total, uh, even though it's not the biggest total of the weekend because of uh, the game at the Rose Bowl has that biggest total for this weekend. But I would look to go over. I think we get a, we get enough points out of UConn to get us there, and I just don't feel comfortable laying a 27-and-a-half in Week 0 with anyone, even though this feels like a pretty nice-sized talent mismatch there in Fresno. Yeah, laying that 27-and-a-hook seems not too intriguing right away to kick off the season. But you're right. I mean, UConn, to bet it got some, has been pretty profitable in the past. So could be the case for this game. You're looking over. Don't blame me in that spot. And you kind of tease this next game with Chip Kelly, UCLA, taking on Hawaii. And UCLA, they've been creeping up. I think they opened around 17. Last night, they were 17-and-a-half. And, Jeff, now they're up to 18 at Bat Rivers. And this total is at 68 is this another game you look over, and do you have confidence in this Bruins team this season? So this is a stay off for me, Danny, but 
this game definitely is worth your eye because UCLA plays LSU next week, and that game is at the Rose Bowl. That's going to be a premium opportunity for a Pac-12 team to knock off an SEC team. So I want to see how UCLA looks against a lesser opponent in week zero. Again, Hawaii, I uh, we don't really know what we're getting out of that, the, uh, the, uh, the, the Rainbow Warriors this year. We're just not certain uh, what we'll get out of them. Uh, so, look, I, I'm not betting this game, but I will have my eyes on it because if UCLA looks good and really looks like a Chip Kelly-style offense, which at times in the shortened season last year they did, I would be very much inclined to flip around and bet UCLA the following week against LSU at a home game where they're still getting points. Hey, good note to look out for in the coming weeks. Now, Jeff, moving on to UTEP and New Mexico State. This game is interesting because I believe oh, yesterday they were about a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. And we were talking with Kenny White yesterday, and he said, look, if it was at nine-and-a-half, still look to bet it because I think he said maybe upwards to 11-and-a-half, 12 is where the number should be. Now it's up to 10-and-a-half in favor of UTEP. This total at 55-and-a-half. Are you of the same thought process that you would lay that number? I mean, again, you're getting over the 10, so somewhat of a key number. 10-and-a-half isn't too ideal, but, you know, New Mexico State, nothing to write home about. This is such a gross game, Danny. Uh, you, oh, and you love it, about, though. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're talking about a Utah. Well, you, <laughs> New Mexico State played in the spring last year and got clobbered against, against FCS competition. UTEP last year played in the fall and played two games and beat two FCS teams. So you're talking about two really just programs that have been at the bottom of FBS football for the last few years. I can't, I can't in good conscience play that many points with UTEP, but I sure as heck don't want New Mexico State either. I would look to the under here. I'm just not certain New Mexico State can score enough points in this game to get this game over the total. I really think you're going to need probably 42 points from UTEP in order to go over that 55 and a half, 56. And I just don't think UTEP's good enough to give you that. So I'd look to an under, but look, New Mexico State got drilled by everyone that they played over the last calendar year plus. It is possible that they're that bad and could give up 50 points to UTEP at home. So uh, tread carefully here, regardless of what way you're going. Yeah, and the total has seen some action to the under 57 and a half down to 55 and a half or 55 and a half, excuse me. So kind of the same thought process you were alluding to looking to the under with the total between UTEP and New Mexico State. And then finally, Jeff, for week zero, let's talk Southern Utah and San Jose State. Uh, 22 points is what San Jose State is laying in this game. Look, this offense could be high powered this season, and that's indicated with the spread right away in week zero. Total we're seeing listed at 56. Anything worth a wager for this one? Danny, I'll be honest with you. I've no, I don't know anything about the Thunderbirds of Southern Utah. So uh, I, I can't give you anything on that. But this is another one. Let's see how San Jose State looks. They won the Mountain West a year ago. I, I, they were, again, Danny, three years ago, this is one of the worst athletic departments in all of, of FBS plus uh, non-minor conferences in college basketball. And out of nowhere in the uh, COVID season, they win, they win, they win the Mountain West championship. Uh, they return every single one of their starters and they have a game in the LA Coliseum against USC next weekend. So this is another one. Keep your eye on it. See how the Spartans look against a, a lesser opponent. And if they drill Southern Utah, I, I would be very much inclined to look at the Spartans 
in USC that first Saturday uh, of September, uh, getting over two touchdowns right now. So, again, it's very similar to the UCLA one. Don't bet it, but keep an eye on it. And, if, again, like UCLA, if San Jose State drills a lesser opponent, it may be worth getting in early before that line moves even further down against the Trojans of USC. Nope. All right, Jeff, looking a little bit further in the future, anything in week one that you've circled out at this point that you've made a bet on or looking to pull the trigger on a little bit earlier than you typically would? So uh, I, know, I know Kenny White loves Minnesota against Ohio State. If you're going to want to take Minnesota, you probably have to do it now. That thing's going to close less than two touchdowns. And there are a few 14s still out there. So if you want the Gophers, go ahead and grab it. I know Kenny uh, has said that on your show. He said it on, on, on shows I've been on. The one I'm looking at, though, Danny, is I'm looking at a – excuse me, this is a Thursday night game in Orlando. It's Boise State against Central Florida. Now, look, Gus Malzahn, I think, is a long-term improvement over Josh Heupel, who left to take the Tennessee job. But for right now – while he's still learning his roster, I would look at Boise, and I understand that the new a new coach there with Harson going to Auburn, but uh, Boise still has a lot of talent there. And they start a quarterback who I know struggled a little bit a year ago with Hank Pockmeyer, but I like his stuff. I think he's a good collegiate quarterback. And his first career start, he won in Tallahassee at Florida State. So, look, I would look to Boise State getting the five, five and a half out there, I'd even look at the money line a little bit on the Broncos. So that would be the one, at least in the midweek, that you may have to hop on a little bit earlier than those Saturday games. Again, I'll do my full dive on those Saturday games next week, Danny. But at least for those Thursday games in, in the official week one, Boise was the one that stood out the most. Yeah, Boise catching five in the hook, plus 160 on the money line. You're right. Bachmeyer is a solid quarterback. You saw him do pretty Pretty well last season, so I don't blame you for taking the points there. Higher total naturally, that's what you get with UCF. 68.5 is what we're seeing listed. And you mentioned that Ohio State-Minnesota game, Jeff. 14.5 is the spread that you can get at Bet Rivers. But you're right, I think if you want to take that, you do it sooner rather than later. So, look, it's going to be fun. Week zero upon us, and uh, hopefully I'm not crying too much about my alma mater. And uh, I'll be wishing the same luck to you, my friend. Thanks as always for hopping on this week, Jeff. Of course, Danny. Thanks for having me as always. At Jeff Farrells on Twitter. Catch him hosting VEASAN's Bet Center Saturdays and Sundays. He will get you geared up this college football and NFL season. Great information all around for Mr. Parles. Like he said, if you're looking a little bit further, that Boise State-UCF game. Boise State catching five and a half on the road here. Plus 160 on the money line, UCF laying $2 with a total of 68.5. Bachmeyer is a very solid quarterback last year. think that translates into this season, and we'll see if UCF's defense can take any kind of step forward. But again, in week one, thinking that's probably the right play there, taking the points. And I'm with Jeff. haven't really gone too deep into week one at this point. I'll have some plays for week zero as we get closer to the start of this weekend. But coming up next here on Rush Hour, we're going to take a step away from college football talk professional football we're going to keep it up with those head-to-head -head matchups in terms of running backs who is going to have more rushing yards let's bring in a rookie Najee Harris against J.K. Dobbins how will Dobbins sophomore season be compared to the freshman year for Najee Harris Harris the favorite minus 143 we'll see if that is a viable bet and let you know stick around not only NFL more baseball coming your way tonight here 
on Rush Hour. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet.
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Get the most out of all odds with Bed Rivers. Get daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams. Only at your hometown sportsbook and to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams in major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Daily hometown discounts available. Check them out. BetRivers.com. All righty, welcome back to it. The show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host at Danny Burke Fives, where you can follow me along on the tweets. As for VEASAN, the sports betting network, at VEASAN Live on Twitter. Time to move on in the show tonight, and we'll talk some NFL like we did yesterday. Very similar. We're going to do the head-to-head prop matchups. They're called the match bets at betrivers.com, and pretty much what it entails is just head-to-head player props. Yesterday we did running backs. We're going to keep it with running backs, and as we progress throughout the week and closer to the season, we'll flirt with some of the wide receiver props as well as some defensive players as well. Well, let's pick it up where we left off with the tailbacks and discuss Najee Harris versus J.K. Dobbins, who is going to total more rushing yards this upcoming season. Well, Harris is the favorite despite him being a rookie with the Steelers, minus 143. Then he got J.K. Dobbins with the Ravens catching plus 115. Now, obviously, we didn't get stats from Najee Harris last year because this is his first year, but in college, he was racking up about 112 rushing yards per game. J.K. Dobbins with the Ravens last season. He started just one game, played 15 total, 134 rushing attempts, 805 total yards, uh, total rushing yards, six rushing yards per attempt, and averaged 53.7 rushing yards per game. Now, presumably, he's going to be the starter and get a lot more action this season. But behind him, you got Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, and Tyson Williams behind J.K. Dobbins. But what can you expect out of him this season? I mean, is he going to get, you know, as much action as your typical running back? Because you also have to consider you virtually have another rushing or running back in Lamar Jackson who's getting over 1,000 rushing yards these past two seasons. So, you know, is that going to limit the opportunities for Dobbins? Not necessarily as much as you may think, but certainly could hinder it a tad bit. And when you look at, you know, what could be favorable for him, though, to kind of warrant an argument into betting him aside from just having the plus price of plus 115 as opposed to laying minus 143, uh, could be a more favorable schedule in terms of the ground attack. They're going to be facing, being the Ravens, they're going to be facing 12 teams that finished bottom half of DVOA run defenses past season. So if that's something you take into account pretty largely, then that could be a good argument in terms of looking at Dobbins. But again, the thing that makes me not want to rush to bet him per se is the Lamar Jackson factor and just kind of want to see the dynamic of this offense overall. Najee Harris on the other side, yes, yeah, certainly there's a big question mark because this is his first season, but you know we've seen first-year running backs have success in this league. Take, you know, for example, a couple of years ago, Josh Jacobs had a really great season with the Raiders, and there were a lot of expectations for him to do well, and that could certainly be the same case here with Najee Harris. 
in a backfield that certainly needs some improvement because James Conner wasn't getting the job done with the Steelers, and he got shipped away. Now you're getting Najee Harris, rest of the backfield, Benny Snell Jr., Anthony McFarland Jr., Jalen Samuels. So, yes, Najee Harris is going to be the starter of this team. He's had some good looks already in this preseason. And similarly, like J.K. Dobbins and the Ravens, the Steelers are going to be facing 12 teams that finished in the bottom half of DVOA run defenses past season. So Najee Harris, as the favorite to me, makes a little bit more sense. Now, the reason that I'm probably not going to be betting this, however, is because I don't want to lay the minus 143 for this type of prop with two guys who could virtually be seen as even. And even more so because, again, of the uncertainty that could be presented with Najee Harris in his first season in the NFL. But if I had to place a bet on it, I probably would lean a little bit more toward Najee Harris because I think you're going to see him being the commanding back more consistently than you will with a guy like J.K. Dobbins who could be splitting some reps with Gus Edwards. And more importantly, you know, Big Ben's not going to be taking the ball and taking some of those ground carries and some of those rushing yards. But Lamar Jackson, we're assuming, is going to be doing that with J.K. Dobbins. So that would be more boasting an argument for wanting to bet Najee Harris here. It was probably the one that I found the the second most bettable as opposed to what we saw yesterday. So, uh, again, with Lee Najee Harris here, but minus 143, a little bit too happy for me to want to pull the trigger, but that's the direction I would lean in this match bet between Najee Harris and J.K. Dobbins. Like we said, we'll continue this little segment and keep looking at these props throughout the remainder of these next couple of weeks. But coming up next, we're going to flip the script here on Rush Hour. We'll take you to the diamond. Look at that late slate this evening. I got a couple of bets with baseball and a lean with the pitcher prop. We'll let you know what those are next. And don't forget, Jim Wyatt covers the Tennessee Titans. He'll be wrapping things up with us tonight here on VEASAN, previewing Tennessee and much more in the division. Stick around. NFL preseason has kicked off. It's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. It's only $19.99 and is available now. Our experts provide profiles of every single team with advanced stats and power ratings. Plus, we give you best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. And you can sign up now for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now, vsin.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. All righty, welcome back to it here on vsin, the Sports Betting Network. The show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Just outside of Chicago, we are live out of the Bet River Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois. Time to bring you a preview of tonight's baseball action where I got a couple of plays to unveil for this evening. Let's get it kicked off in St. Louis where the Cardinals are taking on the Detroit Tigers in St. Louis. Open minus 185, now up to minus 240 on the money line. So big movement going to the NL Central squad St. Louis. The Tigers catching plus 205. This total we see at 8. Run line for St. Louis, minus 114. If you want to take the run and a half with Detroit, it is minus 105. 
Tigers coming off a series at Toronto where they took two out of three impressive performance out of Detroit. Conversely, the Cardinals lost two out of three versus Pittsburgh this past weekend, so they're looking to capitalize off of that poor performance. You're getting Jack Flaherty back in the mix for St. Louis, who's 9-1 this season, coming off that injury. He's had a couple of starts, getting back into the groove of things. 0.96 whip and an XFIP of 3.80, and even more so, Flaherty dominates at home this season. 1.74 ERA along with a 3.24 XFIP at home. And in the month of August, sporting a 2.87 XFIP for Flaherty. Now, Casey Mize on the other side for Detroit. He is 6-6 six six this season with a 3.69 ERA and a high XFIP that is a little bit alerting, or alarming rather, 4.38 XFIP. But when you look at him on the road, not terrible ERA-wise, 3.75. But again, the high XFIP of 4.32. In August, he's even been worse, a 5.48 XFIP for Mize. So his earned runs necessarily aren't looking as bad, but the expected ERA is definitely higher and has been more on the bad end in the month of August. Now, when you look at this game, my first thought was, well, maybe you could take a look at the under here. Maybe take a look at the first five under, because both of these offenses certainly have been slow in a majority of, this, of their seasons, really, and they both hit better against lefties and righties. And the Tigers didn't score a run in the first five innings in all three of those games in the previous series against the Blue Jays, which is odd enough, but also something kind of just looking in the first five realm if you're interested in. Uh, Casey Mize is actually the most profitable first five pitcher this season, netting you about 976 bucks if you've been betting on him every single start this season, hitting at a 68% clip. Nevertheless, I'm looking more so at the full game here, and I didn't almost want to do this at first because trusting the Cardinals this season has certainly been a tough, really just has to do this whole year and I, I've really tried to avoid it except for the beginning of the season but I do think this is a good opportunity to do so tonight again we alluded to Flaherty being solid coming back from the injury he's done better at home it could be a good spot tonight against the lowly Tigers every game Flaherty has won this season the Cardinals have covered the run line in his outings now we talk about the inability of this Cardinals offense They've actually done better this month in August, hitting 762 OPS-wise. This is their best offensive month this entire MLB season. Now the Tigers, conversely, 676 OPS in the month of August, so have not been too great really this whole year and specifically in the month of August. So I laid the run in a half with St. Louis here. I got about minus 104 earlier. Bet Rivers is uh, listing them at minus 114 now, so if you're not too afraid to lay a little bit more of a price on the run line, I like the Cardinals on the run line tonight. Again, minus 114 is the price. I snagged at minus 104, but trust in Flaherty and company to get the job done in St. Louis against Detroit. So that's the first play I got. Let's take it to a game that was very ugly and bad for us last night. The Royals and the Astros. Houston didn't come through. Poor offensive performance. It's kind of been the story against Kansas City, and the Royals have really taken control of Houston these past couple of weeks, or really just yesterday and the week prior. So Kansas City got the job done 7-1 last night. They've won four in a row. I think it was they took three out of four of the series last week against Houston. Tonight, Luis Garcia is going to be pitching for the Astros, who has gone up against Kansas City this season. Went five innings pitched in that game, allowed four hits, three earned runs, and three strikeouts. Astros got the dub in that matchup, 6-3, to three, final in 10 innings. Singer, Brady Singer, is who's pitching for the Royals. He went up against Houston recently, and the Royals got the job done 3-2. to two. He went 6.2 innings pitched, allowed six hits, two earned runs, and six strikeouts. Now, 
kind of the angle I'm looking at is the first five here because Luis Garcia has been really solid overall this season with an XFIP of 3.72, but even more so, he's been tremendous at home this year. 2.02 ERA, 3.30 XFIP for Garcia at home, plus he's allowed no runs in the last two starts at home for Garcia. Now, Singer, when he went up against Houston in his last outing, like we mentioned, had a really good performance. But both of these pitchers in their respective starts last matchup against the opposing team, the total of first five, four and a half is the number we're seeing now at Bet Rivers, but it stayed under that when they both went up against each other's teams. In the last five games they played against each other this past week and a half, the first five under four and a half has hit in four out of five of those games. The Astros' offense has been slow to get out of the gates these past couple of weeks. And you look at the Royals, whose offense usually takes a little bit to get going if they do at all. Plus, factor in that Garcia has been tremendous at home. Singer did well in his pass outing against the Astros. I like the first five under here. Now, I actually did an alternative first five under, so or an alternate one, so I did under five for minus 136, if you can find that out there. But the first five is about four and a half. The under minus 109, I just was personally willing to lay a little bit more to have the security for the push potentially at five, but would still advise, if you want to get involved, to look under four and a half for the first five total. But again, I played first five under five runs at minus 136 between these two squads being the Royals and the Astros. Now we got about a minute left in this segment, but I want to wrap up with a prop that could be interesting for you tonight involving the Brewers and the Reds. Brewers overall in this game getting a lot of love on the money line, minus 172 up to minus 215. But if you're looking for a different angle here, look at Tyler Molly uh, with his pitching prop for strikeouts. Five and a half is the number of Ks you see listed at most shops. Minus 160, I believe, is the number at Bet Rivers. He's gone over this mark in all three starts against the Brewers this season. He's gone. He's gotten 12 strikeouts in his first appearance, six in the second, then eight most recently, plus only nine times. 16 out of 25 starts, he's gone over this mark too. So the reason I didn't bet it is because I didn't want to lay that high of a price of minus 160. But if you feel confident enough to do so, Molly over 5.5 Ks could be a good prop bet as well. But in summation, the plays we are rolling with officially, let's go with St. Louis on the run line versus the Tigers. And then first five under five between the Astros and the Royals. Best of luck, as always, if you tail. Let's talk NFL, specifically the Tennessee Titans next with Jim Wyatt. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. out of all odds with bet rivers daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook and to make your experience even more rewarding bet rivers offers the most live streams of major sports instant payouts and only one-time playthrough offer valid and illinois only must be 21 or older gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER not valid for any participant of the illinois gaming board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program daily hometown discounts check them out betrivers.com all righty, it's time to wrap up the show. That is Rush Hour here on VCD Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook, and the NFL season is upon us. Remember to get the NFL betting guide, vcin.com slash subscribe to help us get deeper into the NFL, specifically Tennessee Titans-oriented. Jim White, who's been covering the team since 1999, senior writer at TennesseeTitans.com. Jim, we appreciate you taking some time tonight. I guess we'll just start off with kind of looking at this division entirely with the AFC South. Now, in terms of the betting odds, the Titans are the favorite, minus 106 to come out on top of the division. Then come the Colts, plus 140. Jags, Texans fall in line after is the big underdogs. Even before the news of Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson, did you think the Titans deserved to be the favorite to come out on top of the AFC South? Well, I think when you take into consideration they won the AFC South last year and then added Julio Jones and Josh Reynolds and, and uh, you know, certainly got Derrick Henry back and then on defense, you had a guy like you know, Bud Dupree and Nico Autry and, and, and you draft well, for, you know, for some guys you think you can make a difference like Caleb Summerlee and Elijah Molden. I didn't mention Jack Robert Jenkins. I think when you looked at some of that stuff, yeah, I mean, it's not 
and the Titans you know, won 11 games last year. They, they won the division. Um, but with all that said, I mean, it's not going to be easy. I mean, the Colts are good. You know, it looks to me like Carson Wentz is back and healthy and, and ready to roll based on the footage I saw of him yesterday. So uh, you know, I think it's uh, looking at it myself. I, obviously, I work for the team, you know, bias toward the Titans. Uh, but I look at the Titans and the Colts as kind of the elite teams in the division right now. And you got the Texans and the Jags trying to get back to, um, you know, get back to, um, to being competitive week in and week out. And we'll, we'll see who can stay healthy and who can win some of these close games. Yeah, and Jim, you mentioned a lot of those players being on this offense that has been so dominant these past couple of seasons, and that's kind of what we're expecting once again this season. The concern for a lot of people, including myself, I guess, when you're looking at Tennessee, maybe a little bit farther out into the postseason potentially, is this defense, and that seemed to be a constant issue last season. Has there been vast improvements or even any improvements in your eyes that you've seen in camp or preseason that we can expect defensively out of Tennessee? Well, I mean, I think just based on the acquisitions, I think uh, teams should be better. Yeah, I mentioned to Bud Dupree, you know, he should be a difference maker for next to the quarterback. Uh, you know, another guy who has had some success in his career being disruptive, getting to the quarterback. That, that's going to help, no question. Uh, you know, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, Caleb Farley, two cornerbacks with some length and some ability to play man. I think that helps you. Uh, you know, the team does return some key players defensively, you know, whether it's, you know, Jeffrey Simmons up front or, you know, Kevin Byard on the back end, Rashawn Evans jam up in the middle. I mean, so there's talent there. Last year they were you know, very inconsistent. They couldn't get off the field on third down. You know, just gave up way too many points. It just looked disjointed and looked like uh, looked like a team that just couldn't, couldn't figure out ways to get off the field. I, you know, based on what I've seen in camp, and the first two preseason games, it looks better. But, you know, I'm just being completely honest here. I mean, they're playing with a lot of guys who aren't going to necessarily be playing, you know, on Sundays here in September and October, November, December. They've started, you know, a good deal of their starters. But those guys have been out of the game early. But the tone and, uh, you know, the, the attitude and this kind of uh, being on the same page has been a lot better. So they've outscored their opponents, you know, 57 to six in the first two preseason games. They haven't given up a touchdown, only a couple of field goals. So looks better. Shane Bowen now is the unquestioned leader of this defense. I think that helps him, and it helps players kind of buy in even more than they did before. Uh, so the Titans should be better on defense, but, um, but we're not really going to know until the real games start. All right, Jen, then kind of just getting even deeper into the Titans overall with their schedule this season, how do you think it stacks up, whether it's favorable or more so on the tougher side? Because when we're looking at their win total, nine and a half is the number that it's set at over under pretty much a pick them at this point. So in your eyes, do you see Tennessee getting a double digit wins? We know the season is expanded, which could certainly be more beneficial to that side. Or do you think that they maybe stay under and end up at about nine and eight this season? Which side do you lean toward? Well, I lean toward, you know, you know, over the nine just because, again, you know, they won 11 last year, and then you add an extra game to the equation, and then some of those guys I mentioned earlier, I think the team's got a chance to be better. But, you know, as you know, and as everybody knows, it all hinges on your ability to win these close games 
and your ability to stay healthy. And, um, and you know, the schedule's tough. I mean, they open up against the Cardinals team that definitely can score some points. They go to Seattle after that. Then they've got the Colts in Nashville. Again, we are just talking about them being, you know, contenders for AFC South. And so that's a tough stretch there. And then they got a stretch starting in October where they got Buffalo at home, Kansas City at home. You go to Indy. You go to the Rams. You got the Saints at home. And that's a brutal five-game stretch there. Uh, and still with games like, you know, at New England, at Pittsburgh uh, on the schedule. So not a lot of gimmicks. I mean, obviously you're going to have some other games on that you're going to be favored to win, and you should win. But, um, you know, it's, it's not like uh, your Titans have been ha- handed a, a power plus schedule and they ought to contribute to double-digit wins. All right, Jim, then I kind of want to get into a player prop with you circulating around Derrick Henry. His total rushing yards for this season is 1550.5, so 1550.5 over under minus 112 each way. We know Henry eclipsed 2,000 rushing yards this past season, and again, you have the extended game this season if he were to play the whole season. Do you think this is something that he can go over once again, or maybe because you're adding so much more receiving depth, you could see the passing game be implemented more? Maybe Derrick Henry just, you know, you're seeing him get a little bit older. He's used a lot. He may slow down a little bit. Can we expect him to still be at the top of the charts, or could there be slight regression? Well, no regression based on what I've seen in practice. I'll be watching every one of the games that he's played in. I mean, he looks great in camp. He's extra wear in camp. I've been very careful with them. Hadn't played so far in the preseason. And frankly, I'd be surprised if we see him in the preseason finale. So he's going to hit the hit the ground and hit the start of the season and ready to roll. Uh, you know, it's hard for me to say that I don't think a guy can get to you know right at 1550 after he just went for over 2000. But you know, make some good points about the passing game and some of the threats the team has on offense, and you just wonder what that division of, uh, you know, just what that distribution is going to look like. Because when you add Julio Jones, you've got a receiver like A.J. Brown, and you've got a tight end in Anthony Furcher, who's certainly developing, you know, you just wonder if maybe there will be some games where they rely on the passing game to win, and that's obviously going to impact Derrick Henry's carries and ultimately his production um, is he capable of getting to 1550 that close to that number? No question about it. But, uh, but again, it, a lot's going to hinge on how some games are going and, uh, and how much, how effective they are throwing the football. Jim Wyatt, TennesseeTitans.com. Been covering the squad since 1999. Jim, we appreciate you making some time. Keep up the great work covering the team. We'll be looking forward to it this season. Okay, have a great night. Thanks for having me. Do as well. Jay White Sports on Twitter at Jay White Sports, where you can follow him along again. TennesseeTitans.com could be a great year in Tennessee. We know the Colts are right up there at the top of the division, but look, Carson Wentz dealing with that injury, and even before that, how much could you trust him? If you trust him enough, Indy plus 140 to come out on top of the AFC South, but the Titans are the short shot right now. Minus 106 could be the best bet in terms of the AFC South. 
But speaking of best bets, if you missed it earlier, we had a couple tonight in terms of baseball, starting with that Cardinals game. Lee, that already got underway, but we went with the run line with the Cardinals against the Tigers, minus 104 tonight. The other play that we have involved the Astros and the Royals. Now, in this matchup, you're getting Luis Garcia, the righty, who's got an ERA of 3.39, XFIP of 3.72 this season. So those stats bode very well for wanting to back him, but even more so, He's been a beast at home, sporting a 2.02 ERA with a 3.30 XFIP at home and has not allowed a run in the last two home starts. So Garcia could be a great guy to back in this spot. Singer on the other side, look, his stats aren't that great, but a little bit more confidence you'd want to have on him is for the reason that he did well against Houston his last outing. Uh, just two earned runs, 6.2 innings pitched, allowed six hits. And this Astros offense, I know it's dominant, and it'll pick up at some point, but they have been slumping a little bit, specifically against the Royals. So the angle I went with this one, First five under the total of five minus 136. I paid a little bit more for the alternate total so I could pay for the push potentially for some more insurance. If you can't find the five, would still recommend going under four and a half in this spot. You're going to get better odds, obviously. And I just think it could be a shorter or a slower pacing type of game here offensively for the first five innings. So that's the angle I went with between the Royals and the Astros when they both started against each other's team that stayed under the total of four and a half in both of those games as well. And these teams have played each other five times the past week and a half. The under first five of four and a half has hit in four out of five of those games. So it could be another good angle tonight. And that's what I'm banking on first five under the total of five. And if you can't find it once again, would still recommend the four and a half. Alrighty, big thanks to everybody contributing to the show tonight. Big thanks to all of you for tuning in to another edition of Rush Hour. Tomorrow, going to be hitting more NFL. We'll talk some preseason, let you know where those line movements are. Baseball, of course, and get you more prep for week zero of college football. Until then, take care from all of us here at Beeson Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.